Hey. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, I Totally Relate. I'm Rissy. And I'm Shelves. And we hope you guys can totally Totally relate. Welcome back to another episode of I Totally Relate. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Hey, hey. Okay, often at the beginning of the episodes, we usually take a moment to plug one or two of the things that we, the extra content that we create for you guys. Today, we would just want to give you the whole shebang. (laughs) Yeah, so today we just... (laughs) Well, basically, it's like, what are we doing here? What are we trying to do? Let's not beat around the bush. What are we doing? We are trying to show you all the different ways you can connect with us and let you know about all the different content we are creating. Yeah, because we're working hard, like, because this is really fun for us. Oh, my gosh, this Mm -hmm. has been so fun. So you can find us on Instagram at I totally relate pod. Some things that we share on Instagram is our favorite moments from the episode that we are releasing every week for you to listen to. And we also have a, a super professional picture of our guests for you to put a face to the name. And then also we take time once a week to share just little snippets of our personal lives because we are two different women running one podcast. And so it's fun for us to just give each a little piece of ourselves um, because we are individuals coming together for this one project that we love so much. Yes. Okay. We also send out a newsletter two times a month. Mm -hmm. The newsletters include inspirational messages or like pump you up like we are cheerleaders. So we are like, (laughs) you got this, babe. Now go out and get it. Sometimes it's sharing more personal learnings. Sometimes we take turns and just one of us will do the newsletter. Yeah. Lots of times we do recaps or roundups of our favorite things. And we both include, we both throw in our opinions in one one newsletter with a bunch of A little mishmash. Yes. Another way you can connect with us is on Patreon. We say this a lot. Hey, go join us on Patreon. We just wanted to break it down for you yeah. in case this has been on your mind and you've been curious or interested in joining us. So we have three different tiers to make this more accessible for our listeners. We have a $5 tier, a $10 tier, and a $20 tier. We have a pretty dedicated schedule of making sure we get some personal and helpful resources and content to our listeners each month. We have different things like journal prompts, usually Shelby creates these and they're beautiful. It's a beautiful yeah. piece of paper that you can start to ask yourself questions or jot down some of your thoughts. We also share our journal entries. I think what's really fun about sharing the journal entries is because these prompts are questions that we're also asking ourselves and we believe in the power of vulnerability and showing up. And when you see examples of these moments or these little snippets, we hope that it just inspires you that we're in the thick of it with you. You're not alone to keep going. Yeah. And giving different examples. Yeah. What this might look like because you and I both you know, we journal differently, we write differently. And so totally you, your entries might look a little bit like ours or completely different, Mm -hmm. but just giving examples. We also include a random freebie every month. And that is so exciting. They're so fun. Oh, it's so fun for us. (laughs) 
sometimes it's something we can mail to you. Sometimes it's a downloadable, printable PDF. But it's always just something creative and fun and random and just another little goodie to let you know that we are we are a community and we're here together and you've got a whole group of women who are cheering you on. Yeah. And of course, we always want you to meditate with I Totally Relate. So <laughs> once a month, Shelby shares a tutorial with us, either breathing exercise or she'll walk us through a guided meditation. And mm. this is another big tool that we have used in our lives to... Yeah. To come home to ourselves and to find that centering. And so it's just another resource that we want to be able to provide and share with you guys. And if any of this has been sounding like interesting to you and you've been curious about it. Okay. Might I suggest that you join us by October because we have some big fun changes coming your way. If you're on Patreon. Keep your eyes open because we have some really big changes that are going to be really fun for you. Head over to Patreon. Yes. Join us. So to be completely transparent with you guys, we had a very different episode lined up for you and Mm -hmm. it didn't work out. And we faced pro- I think this is probably for the first time like a major disappointment yeah. in our project. Mm-hmm. So far everything has felt like it came together magically, right? Like we worked really hard but like if we set our mind to something like we would accomplish it. Yeah. We have been received with so much love and kindness and it feels like we're just really like nestling into this place where we belong with women who belong yeah. with us. And it's been really magical. Until last week. <laughs> last week. Yeah. So we had an incredible interview lined up for you guys. We were so excited about it. And if you, I mean, if you've been anywhere near us in the last couple of months, like with even like in a hundred feet of us, you knew. <laughs> because we've been so excited. Yeah. And at the last minute... Our guests canceled on us, and it felt like a punch in the gut. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, yeah, actually. I still kind of feel it, I think. Disappointment is an interesting emotion Mm -hmm. to have come up when I have been (laughs) preaching, if you will, to fill your emotions and to sit with mm-hmm. it. And and I realize that I like to sit with the good emotions and I have a hard time sitting with the bad emotions. Still. Mm-hmm. Still. Yeah. Yeah. It was very interesting, I feel like, what this brought up for me. Mm-hmm. It was a very uncomfortable feeling. Like it felt... Like I, I mean, it felt... Like I wrote down in my journal, this sucked. This feels terrible. It feels like a punch in the gut. I'm in shock. I disbelieve that, like, we were even let down like this. Yeah. And I, feel, and I feel, what a waste of time. Like, we wasted so much time. Here's a, here's a fun thing. The great thing about our project is we are very intentional with this, mm-hmm. right? Like, we, like, what is it we needed to hear when we were younger? Where are we at right now? What do I need right now? Yeah. What would be fun? What would, 
what's the thing that would bring joy to this moment or like yeah like we're really intentional with what we're doing and so when we were able to secure this super cool interview we spent a lot of time planning for it like what the mood was going to be like what the decorations were going to be like how we were going to treat this guest because we always love to like treat our guests you know have a little baggie for them or like make sure that like there was a feeling like a and a and a deep connection like we're really intentional about that when we sit down with somebody behind the microphones and we put a lot of time Mm -hmm. like multiple meetings being very intentional about how we were going to make this like the thing it was gonna be a thing it was gonna be a real thing yeah and I, th- I think that is what's cool about the podcast is that mm-hmm. it is intentional where it's we were making very intentional, joyous decisions that felt really good. It felt really good to um, be excited and yeah. to have something that felt so surreal and buzzy. Like mm-hmm. it just felt buzzy mm-hmm. in all of the best ways. And it was secured for so long that there was so much excitement. So then when we got the news uh, that it wasn't going to work out five days before the actual scheduled interview, but hey, <laughs> nobody's counting. Ooh, yeah. And maybe you've already said it. Maybe I'm just overstressing that it just, it was like a what? It like took the wind out of our cells. Like, oh, well, the <laughs> remember how we had literally had just a meeting yeah. a, concluded like it was like all the how would you say that word f- f- finalities is that is that a word yeah. like the, all the final finish yeah <laughs> finishing touches um oh it was like it was we were refined we were <laughs> like everything we were precise yeah it was so precise and i think it was 10 minutes after that meeting we received an email and I won't get into how that hurt my feelings on uh, how it was. We were so personal and it was so impersonal. Um, and that in and of itself brought a hurt. But I feel like mostly what I've had to face is how to handle myself in the face of disappointment. Yeah. I Yeah, you said it exactly. It, it, it was such a hurt feeling. Like I got my feelings hurt, which mm-hmm. feels embarrassing to say Oops. as an adult woman. But guess what? It did. It hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And it was like a moment of hurt. Well, it was shock, actually, for a little while. I, I didn't register. Like I like knew and I was like, oh, that's weird. But like I think maybe hope, <laughs> I think hope was still like cycling through the neural pathways. And it was <laughs> like, well, maybe we can reschedule. Maybe we can do like I think I had like a little bit of shock and like just still some hopeful that like this has been a horrible mistake. This has been a misunderstanding. <laughs> they didn't mean to send us this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Oh, there's no way they meant to email us this. <laughs> and so, yeah, there was shock and kind of some disbelief that this really wasn't going to happen. And then it was real quick switch into anger. Mm-hmm. I was very angry. Like how unprofessional, how <laughs> disrespectful, mm-hmm. how unacceptable. <laughs> like all of those things and also just like, yeah, waste of our time. Like, wow, this person really is not exemplifying the message that they're saying like I felt real betrayed I felt really betrayed I was like wait what I followed all the rules you told me to 
Look at me manifesting this for myself. Like <laughs> the universe loving me. <laughs> and you are the one who says, nah. <laughs> NVM. <laughs> yeah, I felt very betrayed and mm-hmm. let down by this person. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. It, and it came out very much like anger. And the thing that I oh. was really interested, like, oh, how fast am I to, like, r- like turn real quick to a cattiness? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to be like, this person is so lame. What a lame What a phony. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to, like, use my words and just tear down mm-hmm. this person. Mm-hmm. Because I was so angry. But really... I had my feelings hurt so Mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I am still maybe, maybe not maybe, I am still dealing with the after, the after sting of embarrassment. Oh my gosh. Yes. I am embarrassed. I'm so embarrassed. And I have to, wait a second. Hold on. I didn't do anything embarrassing. And, and and so this is where I'm having to learn. I'm like, oh, this is this is disappointment. I feel embarrassed. Well, I feel embarrassed because I had so much joy for something. Feeling excited about something to have it not worked out made me feel stupid. Yes. And so I was annoyed that I was excited about something. And so then my brain tried to tear this person down. Mm-hmm. Tried to minimize the influence that they've had on my life. Yes. The message that they're spreading it was it was embarrassing for me and and then i i i had to look back at that and i'm like oh that's interesting that i feel that i had some sort of control in this when i when i take a step back and i try to separate myself from the emotion that i'm feeling which is valid and noticing how the first person that i turn on is myself i'm embarrassed mm-hmm. i acted in such a way and it's mm-hmm. like i'm 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 well, yeah. I'm trying to tell myself that I've done something wrong and like ooh there there you go again you didn't show up perfectly like you're not mm-hmm. enough yeah. you're all of these things right that was interesting for me that I was so quick to abandon myself yeah. in a moment and then I started thinking of telling my mom I've thought about all of these people that I've told who are invested in this podcast with me and are invested in my success and my excitement. And, you know, my best friend calls me and she's like, oh, shoot, it's coming up. And I have to say, oh, not happening. And it still hurts. I still have that energy trapped in my in my in my gut and and I'm working through it. But I have to take a step back and realize I'm like, there's something for me to uncover that I'm turning on myself. Because really, if you look at the the ways with which we approached interviewing this guest or, and you know, it's not even about this guest. It's about the fact that I showed up in a way that I'm proud of. I created um, something that felt visually beautiful. I felt transparent. I felt authentic. I felt like the intention behind it was so clear and pure and... Man, I also kind of felt, I kind of felt like a grown-up. I felt like really, I was like, oh, dang, who is this businesswoman? Or like, you know, like I felt impressed at the measures with which we were and are taking this podcast. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm, I'm impressed with myself sometimes. And so I 
it felt sad that that felt taken away from me. And then I've had to realize, oh, no, 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 no. That can't be taken from me. That is already housed within me. And there's something obscuring myself from seeing that. And that's up to me to work on. It's not somebody else's fault that I abandoned myself. And I felt that embarrassment. And I felt that. But what's interesting is that I felt that because of, like, that that was my reaction to something. Do you see what I'm saying? So it brought up a lot of uncomfortable feelings. And I feel valid. My feelings are valid. But... Yeah, I I guess there's those parts of me where I'm like, this is another person and they're beautiful and they're they're lovely and they have their own journey. And then there's also a part of me where I'm like, that sucked. Mm-hmm. That freaking sucked. Yeah. I relate with so much you said, especially about that embarrassment piece and turning on yourself. The, the thought that came to me immediately, it was like that imposter syndrome. It was like, well, who do you think you mm-hmm. are that so-and-so would come on your podcast? Like, yep. I think, yeah, like maybe you're thinking you're bigger than you are or you're mm-hmm. more important than you are or that you're, yeah, that you're more important than you are. It was mm-hmm. like, it was such a, I just like had imposter syndrome and that embarrassment was like, oh, probably everybody already knew that. Mm-hmm. And now I'm getting like blown off and everyone probably saw it coming and how embarrassing that like I was so excited yes for this who do I think I am mm-hmm. that so-and-so would really sit down and talk to us imposter syndrome to the max yeah and I don't like that feeling I don't I didn't want to stay in that feeling so I immediately got into oh no I'm not an imposter she's a poser or like I like I I wanted I did not want to sit with that feeling mm-hmm yeah, that I felt want so terrible. I was like, no, it's her, mm-hmm. not me. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the like co- disappointment is such a complex feeling because it's not just one feeling. I, probably maybe no feelings really are just one feeling, but like it, sure, like the disappointment is sadness and grief and embarrassment. It's sadness, embarrassment, imposterism, anger, and a complete letdown. Like it's disappointment is you feel so many things when mm-hmm. you feel disappointed yeah so it's like so complex mm-hmm. well you know. something really interesting <clears throat> happened so i'm in my head making dinner and i keep probably making sounds like Ugh, like i'm you know i'm puffing and puffing around <laughs> the kitchen because i'm just so i just so mad and so such a it, like i it literally it was such a a physical feeling it felt like there was pain in my stomach like or my stomach was like so heavy or like it was very physical that I was feeling it and I'm just making dinner like being upset about the whole thing and my husband in an effort to connect and validate me says something about this person like oh this person is a lame and something really weird happened I wanted to defend this person. In my mind, I was like, no way. This person's legit. Like, do you know how much good this person is doing? Like, they're not lame. Like, in my own head, I'm just tearing this person down. And when I heard it being said out loud, I wanted to defend this person. And then I was like, oh, wow, maybe it's not about this person. (laughs) Because I've made this person the enemy but I really don't want the person to be the enemy. The, the, the truth of the matter is, is just because this person 
didn't do this specific thing for or with me, um, it doesn't take away the legitimacy, but I wanted to so that I felt better about myself. And when, when I heard it being said out loud and I was like, no, I mean, the whole reason why this is a disappointment is because this person is super cool and I have so much respect for this person. Like there's so much respect and, and I still feel like, oh man, I hope our paths cross again. Mm. I hope I'm not like uh, too petty (laughs) when it happens because I can feel it. so spiritual and petty most days <laughs> so yeah so so then i i'm just with this feeling of like oh like that recognition of like how come i am tearing this person down and also feel the need to defend them and then i just had to feel like i did nothing wrong i did not fail mm. i'm not you know like i'm not an embarrassment i'm exactly where i'm supposed to be and also I can have grace for this other person. Mm -hmm. And so then I'm just left with feeling like, well, this just sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm just left with the feeling of like, this is just hard. Yeah. This just sucks. Yeah. And making her the enemy doesn't really make all of that suckiness go away. Mm -mm. So here's the thing. We are just getting started on our journey. And as human beings... There's no way to avoid disappointment. And so right. you, sweet listener, you probably, like, you're not a podcaster. You are doing something in your own right. You've tried for a promotion. You, or even, like, let's think about the year 2020, for example. Like, how many disappointments were there? Like, people were engaged, had to, like, put off their their wedding date. or yeah, or I their mean, trips and the, yeah. Yeah, like, w- we all just experienced an entire year full of one disappointment after another. And this was not the last disappointment we will face. Right. And that, I, I hate that, but I think the acceptance of that is is where the peace lies. And so being able to think like, okay, well, if I want to be on an entrepreneur, if I want to be somebody who runs for office, or if I want to be somebody who hosts lovely events that help women come home to themselves, like we're going to face disappointment. So like, what, what are we supposed to do with that? Like, mm-hmm. how do we, how do we get through it without yeah. tearing everyone down yeah. on the way out? You're blowing my mind because you have a reaction and it's valid, but it's also not in alignment with where you're going. Mm-hmm. Going through that process is such a difficult one and it's and it's uncomfortable. I guess like in my mind, I like just want to logically grasp everything, but I'm just learning. You can't logically grasp it. You have to experience and, and move through it. It's like not about this person. I hate that. Every time you say that, I want to, I want to say, no, not true. It is about this person. This person let us down. Yeah. But I know you're right. Yeah. And which means we just have to experience the feeling. Mm -hmm. So, okay. So party people, there are ways, there are steps to deal with disappointment. And so with some research, I will share with you some of the things that I have learned And I want you to know that I am on step one. So like some of these are like, okay, because I have trust in these 
educated people who are sharing like, hey, this, right. is, this is what the system lo- or this is what the cycle looks like. I believe that I will get through this on the other side. But I want you to know that like I am still in the place where like I really, really, really just want to blame this person because they are so unorganized and disrespectful and think they're really cool. <laughs> like that is just, you know, like that's where I'm at. So this is not coming at a place of like, I have it together. You should do as I say. This is like, wow, I am super disappointed mm-hmm. and I'm in the thick of it. And you've probably been disappointed too. And so when we have to go through this again, because we know we will, mm-hmm. here are some ways we can maybe make it easier on ourselves. Yep. Okay. So step number one is you have to feel it. Mm-hmm. Just feel it. I think we really try to escape feeling it. Mm-hmm. We do this a million different ways. Absolutely. We minimize it. Like, oh, this person's really not that big of a deal anyways or whatever yep. or we blame that person mm-hmm. or maybe we just stuff it maybe yep. we just are cold about it and yep. like who cares they're no one yeah like i don't know whatever way like we try to escape feeling the feeling but we have to feel it yeah it is a great way to feel it if you can share with somebody who is a safe space so yeah in that way i'm so lucky i have you shelby because <laughs> You know very much how I feel, and you are safe to talk to about it, you know? Yeah, I feel the same. So, yeah, feeling it. I don't know. And just question for you who is listening, do you have a person you feel safe, like, expressing really vulnerable feelings to? Mm -hmm. Do you have somebody you can share, like, wow, I was really let down, and they hold space for you? Just curious. If you feel like you don't have that, please feel free to like email us. We would love to be a safe space to hear yeah. how you've been disappointed. This is an interesting time and space for for me in my life because I like I'm I'm, I'm trying this like new intentional thing, right? Like I'm trying um I'm really learning, I'm really like uncovering. I feel like we've talked about this before is it's true that these changes come from these tiny little shifts. It's from these constant little steps and tiny moments. Yeah. They're the, just the, yeah, the tiny moments They're they're, they're all of the tiny conversations that happen in a course of a year that suddenly in hindsight start to come together. There's this Hindu God called uh, Saraswati and she is a woman who has multiple arms and um there's this time i feel like there's just this trust where just these hands are gathering they're just gathering information and you don't have to know what you're doing with all of the pieces just trusting that the process will start to come together that those pieces there will be a knowing and you just have to trust that that like right now you don't have to do anything with it so maybe you're a writer and you really want to write a book on on these experiences rather than hoping to just skyrocket and being in that place it's just trusting that these small journal entries or these small blog entries are are will compile up enough um to create the big picture and so I feel like I'm in this space in my life where I'm gathering, I'm gathering these tools, I'm gathering these resources, I'm gathering these connections and these safe spaces um, and, and I'm experiencing them and they're new to me and I don't feel, I don't feel like an expert by any means, but I do know and I'm, I'm aware enough to see that I have, have, um, I have things within me that are no longer serving me mm-hmm. and I'm trying to 
get rid of them and create space for these new things. And when you have these disappointments, I'm learning that there's this path that you want to take. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to send a bitchy email back or I want to, you know what? I wanted to, I had this thought that I was, I have a, a collective safe space of people. And when I had found this news out, I started going through a list and I was going to, like I was going down, I'm going to, I'm going to call my mom. I'm going to call this person. I'm going to call that person. And it was like, woo, before I try to talk, 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 mm-hmm. I'm going to try to not and that's mm-hmm. new for me. Yeah. That's new. Yes. And so it felt difficult and it felt uncomfortable, but it created a little bit of space or this window of tolerance for me to ask myself, what's important here? Is your pride important? Or is the message that you're working and cultivating on and the life that you're creating, is that important? Does this line up with it? Mm-hmm. And and it, the answer is no. And, 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 you know, in a perfect world, I would be like, oh, well, then here's the answer. And I'll just easily go through that. And, and, I, and I, I don't. I'm still sitting in yeah. it. But I'm choosing to not do the thing that I always want to do or that feels easiest or feels like it would be the instant gratification. Yeah. It's, you know, and we talked about this in our, in our anger episode. Is this like expulsion of energy is – yelling and screaming or slamming the door or hanging up the phone or you know any of those things is it beneficial and is it what I want to continue doing no okay well I've been saying this for a long time and I'm in a spot that my inner child or that inner person or whatever it is wants to throw the tantrum and I'm saying no yeah it's kind of crazy Shelby, that's incredible. You have you have brought enough awareness to this thing that you now have the opportunity to make a choice. Yes. And you think that like, well, I am a good, wholesome, big-hearted person. I will clearly make the right choice. But when the choice is presented, it's actually kind of difficult to make the right choice. Exactly. I might, like I want to protect my pride uh-huh. instead of protecting my wife. Okay, here, help me work through this. Is it's like this is actually something that is a little bit more open and could be more public. Yes. But sometimes we make these actions because we have this idea or this comfort and safety of thinking that it will stay hush hush. And so it's like, oh, this is actually something where it feels like people are looking at me and that's not how I act. But inside of me, that is exactly how yeah. I want to act. Yeah. It's just not how I want to show up. Yeah. And so. It's not how I want to be seen as acting. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to be seen that I am full of grace and very well put together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like you said, that that awareness. Well, and that realization that everyone has a choice and then you just start to see. It's never just this one thing, right? Is I'm like, ugh, I have made this easy, cheap choice multiple times Mm. throughout my life. And this is why I'm working on the regrets course on Headspace (laughs) so that I can release all of this energy, right? If this feels vague to you, I think that like what Carissa was saying is it's this feeling of disappointment. It's this inner thing where you're just like, gah, I don't like it. I don't want it. 
And when you're not in that space, it's so easy to be like, oh, look at that person. Yeah. Look at them over there, you yeah. know. There's always like an inner duality. Like, I feel like yeah. it's hard for me to. Because yeah. I want to feel like I'm someone who has it put together. Yeah. And so it feels vulnerable to be like, I'm not put together. Yeah. And I think disappointment has, it is a very interesting tool that can do that. It can, like, that disappointment can make you want to abandon your why. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes you want to abandon, like, yeah, what am I doing? What is going on? You know what? Change course. Like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Oh, I, um, well, I was basically MIA for up to three days. I wasn't working on shit. (laughs) Yeah. No, I was like, there was maybe this, and, and I was having to think of this. It's like. Do you want to sabotage this? Because because Carissa and I are so intentional, we have deadlines that we have to make, that we have, we're gathering and we're kind of trying to juggle and we're seeing what works for us and we're, you know, letting go of the things that, that don't. But um, in the meantime, what's working for us is a schedule. Yeah. So the show must go on. You have to keep these yeah. things. And I had a full-blown tantrum for three days where I was unavailable. I don't. Carissa could not get a hold of me at all. <laughs> and I feel like but there's, you know, because there's this element of self-sabotage in there, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm I'm feeling something, but I think it's okay to retreat, right? Yeah, like it's absolutely. okay to, to take that space for yourself. But I think that there's something to be said of recognizing your own patterns of self-sabotage. Yeah. And I was able to see myself. Ooh, what is that? Like, in yoga stepping into the role of the observer like seeing myself experience something is new and 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 being more curious being more curious generates more curiosity yeah 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 and and so this has been a very uncomfortable situation to notice all of the things that I still have to work on yeah it brought up a lot of things where I'm like oh and it also has provided ample opportunity for me to advocate differently for myself. I felt like something had been taken away from me by this person, mm-hmm. but my own awareness and my own uh, my own inner work that I have been doing solely for myself gifted me a vulnerable conversation with my husband, and he was there for me, and that was beautiful. And and so I think that these practices have allowed have allowed me to not minimize the hurt, like saying, yeah, that hurt, but then also being able to see the the good even in a a shitty moment, Yeah, you know? That was beautiful. And in there, you even hit on, like, step number two. (laughs) So step one, feel it, which thank you for, like, sharing all of that and feeling that with me, with us. Step number two is, like, coming back to your whys and – and identifying like why that why that hurt so much mm-hmm. or what need was unmet. Mm. So for me this the the need that I wanted was what validation that I am doing the right thing or that I am where I'm supposed to be or that I can make a difference. Yes, yeah, that yeah. I can be an advocate for being your best self. Um, yeah, that it would have met that need. It would have validated me. Look how valid I am as a person in this mm-hmm. position. It would have met the need that like, oh, we have an episode that is due on this day for our listeners. I think that like a sense of belonging. Yeah. 
like um Ooh, like a, a future like network sure a future connection like I thought that we were going to meet those needs yeah and then we didn't and so okay well why am I doing this to begin with am I doing this because I need validation or am I doing this because I truly want to be my best self and help share those resources with other people. Okay, mm-hmm. well, like, let's stick with that. Why then? And how can I meet my own needs in this moment? Yeah. This internal, like, reflection of, like, ooh, interesting that I didn't want to feel. Like, being able to to be curious and then hold space for mm-hmm. that feeling. And then, okay, well, what, what's the next step? Like, all right, Shelby, like, we were supposed to have this episode recorded by this day so we can air it at this time like okay well that's not going to work so scrap that idea let's talk about disappointment (laughs) you know like okay well we can meet that need by showing up by meeting the moment where it is Mm. the moment was not up here where we thought (laughs) it was going to be the moment is right here yeah and so let's meet the need you know where we are and so I feel like, okay, if we can feel our feelings and if we can recognize why that hurts so much and try to meet our own needs, yeah. then we can come to the place of acceptance. Mm. You know, step three. Step Accepting three. what is. Mm. It's hard, though. Like, it, I want it to be like a beautiful thing. It's not really. And I think this is where it starts to get confusing is because you can pretend to know, but you don't know until you know. Mm -hmm. I think that that's like what's going on with me is I'm like, oh, this is just yet again another practice of just understanding that I can't be going for perfection. And if I think that I can just show up perfectly, then all of these things will just perfectly and magically work out. And so disappointment happens. I'm not, I'm not alone in that. I mean, and so victimizing myself into continuously telling uh, a victim's story isn't necessarily beneficial and it's actually not really even true. But the longer that I hold on to that feeling, the longer that I like don't process it, the more that I will find that in the reflection of my reality. We all can grasp the concept that disappointment happens. Like we can logically grasp that. This is Um, the human experience. We are going to. Yes. We know it's going to happen again. Yes. Like, like we know, like I know right now in this moment that my heart will get broken at some point in my life, like Mm -hmm. again. Mm -hmm. But in those moments of heartbreak, it's, it's those choices, but but we can't expect ourselves to make these choices that we haven't made before. Yeah. And so how are you making them throughout your 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 daily lives? And that's what set this um, experience apart is because it's maybe highlighted things that I needed to work on, but it's also highlighted things that are going right for me. Mm-hmm. And that is beautiful in and of itself. Mm. It's so messy. It is not one thing or the other. And that's why it's hard. Mm-hmm. It would just be easier to say like the whole situation was worthless. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. But it wasn't. And so then you have to grapple with it. Mm-hmm. Now, now you have to grapple with it if you're going to be honest with it. Well, now you have to sit with it, right? Yeah. Yep. And you can't just throw the whole thing away. You have to sit with it. You can't run. You can't run from it. Mm-hmm. I'm learning yeah. to sit. Yeah. 
there we are. Maybe we're further along than we thought. Oh, I really, I really <laughs> felt like um, petty bitch right now. It's fine. Yeah, I'm still on step one, just trying to feel my feelings. But yeah, I think the recognition that there is a beauty along with this disappointment. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then Shelves, the last step to feeling disappointment is setting boundaries where you need boundaries. <sighs> To help keep you connected to your why and 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 connected in reality. Right? Mm. We are going to have a conversation about boundaries with a licensed therapist, and it's going to be incredibly helpful. And in the meantime, I'm just feeling my feelings and accepting that it is what it is. <laughs> I think even failure is easier to set boundaries on than disappointment, mm-hmm. because failure, at least you could say like, okay in this moment it was that step i can do that step better next time Mm -hmm. and with disappointment at least this this slice of it doesn't feel like well i didn't it wasn't that i did anything wrong it was that actually let me just read to you the definition of disappointment because i was like yes that's exactly why she disappointed me fail to fulfill the hopes or expectations of someone or you prevent them from being realized so like I'm not wrong for having hopes and we actually did that so like organized and and intentionally that like there wasn't a moment where I can say oh that's where I need the boundary like it's a mm-hmm. little bit blurrier because I well maybe the boundary isn't in the action and like what you were trying to obtain but maybe the boundary is in what happens after ooh oh shit I just realized something and I hate this mm-hmm. I don't even want to say it out loud but I'm going to oh god so I really wanted this person's credentials to validate me. Mm -hmm. Ew, is that where I need the boundary? Mm -hmm. To make sure that I'm holding my self-worth and not somebody else. Yeah. It would still be disappointing. There would still be a need that need that wasn't met right like we well we still need an episode like we still are supposed to record a conversation like it would still exist the disappointment but maybe it wouldn't have hurt so bad maybe i could have got from point a to point b a little bit quicker without taking this whole Mm. side route to you know tearing this person down i don't know do you really think though that like one day you're not going to have those hard thoughts. Do I do I think that one day I can validate myself mm-hmm. and hold my own self worth? Well, yes, and I don't think that even when you can do that, that that evades disappointment. Mm. Oh, ooh, Shelby, am I doing the thing? Oh. Like we're like if I show up perfectly, if I have the right boundary, then I will avoid disappointment. And so that's why I think the boundary isn't necessarily somewhere along the lines of the steps that you did, but what you do when you're given the shit. Mm -hmm. So like for me, the boundary that I needed was I'm not going to call. I'm not calling anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't call anybody and, and talk about it for three days. Yeah. I had a conversation. I had a private and vulnerable conversation with my husband that was beautiful mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm so grateful for that. And so that that felt like I was successfully following a boundary. Yeah. Because prior to that boundary, I would have called six different people mm-hmm. to um try to regulate 
myself with them and to get their validation. Yeah. And so I didn't need somebody else's validation in order to validate my own feelings. I did that on my own. Yeah. But I had a boundary in how I needed to act. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think you're right. The boundary is in how you, what you do with the feeling. So you can respond instead of react. Yes. Shelby, you're killing it. You're like leaps and bounds ahead of me. This is this is my boundary. At all. This was my boundary, and I did meet it. Low level, low level here, <laughs> but I met it. Mine was don't burn the bridge. Don't burn the bridge. Mm-hmm. That was the best I could do. Was don't burn the bridge. Yep. In in doing that, I bought myself some time mm-hmm. to write my feelings down and to be self-reflective enough to realize why it hurts so bad and that I'm actually hurt and not angry. Mm-hmm. My hurt is just coming out as anger. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just bought myself a little bit of time. Right. And to me, that little bit of time makes the world of difference. Yes. That little bit of time makes the world of difference. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Shelby, how do we feel our feelings then? Like, what do you think, what do you think you need to do to feel it? I think of, can you force yourself to do that? Can you just be like, Shelby, go ahead, feel it right now. Go ahead. No, but I think that I can create the space in order to feel it. I think eventually I'll cry. I think yeah. eventually I'll 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 cry about it a little bit. It can be an ebb and flow of like mm-hmm. an emotion and just honoring it when it comes. Yes. Um instead of thinking that like, oh, I had one hard conversation about it, so I should be healed. Yes. I've actually haven't been on Instagram all that much because mm-hmm. getting on and seeing this person's post. Yeah, it's a little hard for me, but I've just been intuitively avoiding, you know, social media yeah. in that way. So I think that just like honoring it when it comes up, recognizing it, not stuffing it, but also not over attacking it. Yeah. Like mindfulness comes into play. Am yeah. I sitting at the dishes and I'm am I, you know, berating this person on my head? Okay, cool. Oof. Be here and what can I do and the less you downward spiral and the less damage you do on the way down. Mm-hmm. It still happens. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I guess I just have one other thing that I want to add Okay. for the listener. Man, I would actually really love to hear from, from everyone. Everyone respond now. Just kidding. I would love to hear from whoever feels uh, comfortable or safe to share. Like, when have you didn't been disappointed? What did that feel like? Like, how did you experience it? Do you feel like you've processed it? Mm-hmm. Or do you feel like, man, it still kind of has a little bit of power over you and there's some there's some lingering healing to do? Yeah. Like, I would love to know because I do feel like, oh, I'm overly optimistic. I'm a very optimistic, very energetic person. And so I can feel myself like, okay, you know what? We just need to reevaluate the calendar and make a new plan. And we're going to be just fine. Like, I can mm-hmm. feel myself try to lean on my uh, strength, so to say, to like power me through this, Mm -hmm. I think there's still learning for me to do here. And so what have you guys learned? Mm. We just want to share a big thank you to everybody who helped make this episode possible. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Drop into our DMs. You can find us on Instagram at I totally relate pod. Or you can share your feedback and insights with us at I totally relate pod at gmail.com. We totally want to get to know you. See you next time. Peace out.